0: Welcome to the LTC University podcast. My name is Jamie Preston, and today I'm super excited. We're going to talk about patient experience. And today my guest is Lisa Kern. She works with Main Street Physicians in Columbia, South Carolina, and we're super excited to have her. She's the office manager. She runs the show over there at the clinic in Columbia, and we're excited to have you today. Lisa, how are you?
1: I'm wonderful. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited um, to do this podcast today with you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Likewise. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna talk about patient experience. But before we jump into that, we want to hear your experience. How did you get into healthcare? What attracted you to healthcare?
1: So it's a funny story. I started my career um actually as a nail technician. Um wow. I've been a nail technician for 24 years and anyone in the salon business knows that You always take care of your clients. Mm -hmm. So with that, um, with taking care of clients, it does do a toll on your body. So one day I decided that I wanted to have another career, um, and to start something. So I went, I decided to go into the healthcare industry, Mm -hmm. um, because it kind of goes along with, um, what I already had experienced. I always put my clients first. Um, we always put our patients first you always make them feel welcome um so it's kind of all in the same where you just kind of take care of that person so that's how I jump from being a a nail technician to the medical field is you're still taking care of people but just in a different way
0: Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely now were, were were there was it manicures pedicures both
1: It was. It was manicures, pedicures. Uh, The pedicures are what are the hardest, I think, on your body, um, just constantly bending down.
0: (laughs) Well, anybody that knows me. I literally, I think I hate feet. So I think that I I could never do that job just because of that. So
1: (laughs) it's interesting. I've seen a lot of things. um, I'm sure you
0: have. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Which I think that helps in the healthcare as well. I don't get very (laughs) squamish over certain things. So that's kind of a good thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So we're going to talk patient experience today because this is a huge deal. And, and, and we live in a world today where, you know, where we get instant access to review the businesses and the different people that we interact with. I mean, you get to review your Uber driver, you get to review your hotel. You know, I stayed at a hotel last night. I've already got a, uh, review that I can do. And I can let that hotel know, this is how you did. This is what I liked. This is what I didn't like. And, and we live in this world where you get instant access. And I, and I I think of Uber, the the one thing that's really interesting is you get to review your driver, but your driver also gets to review you as a passenger, which I Mm -hmm. think is really interesting. So you get, I think you get a little more of an honest review but we live in this world where people have instant access to be able to, to do that. They can do it through Facebook. They can do it through Google. They can do, you know, reviews. And people look at reviews. When I go to a restaurant, I typically will, if it's a new restaurant, I'll look at the reviews. I'll see what people are saying, see what people have said. So people, you know, you're, you're competing with a lot of different interesting things out there to to make sure that your experience is better than everybody else's. So that's what we're going to talk about today and, and what that patient for you, the patient experience. Um, talk to us about the the clinic. Give us kind of an overview of kind of what you guys do and, and kind of how you guys operate.
1: So in the clinic, um, we do have a staff that's at front that greets our patients, um, and then, of course, we have our um, MAs with our providers. We also have a referral, co- referral coordinator as well as um, our lab technician. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you come into our office, um, we want to make sure that the patient feels very welcome. So we always yeah. you know, give them a really nice big smile. Um, I'm always – I'm very huge on you treat people how you want to be treated. Yes. I look at them as – is that my mom? Is that my dad? Is that my uncle? Um, you know, and like you said, um, you know, earlier when we were talking about how the experience is so important coming in, a lot of people can be nervous coming into a doctor's office. Mm -hmm. Um, you don't know what the background is. They could be um, sick that day. It could be an annual wellness visit. It could be that they're very anxious about maybe getting their labs. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, so we try to make sure that when they do come in, they feel very welcome, very secure, um, very soothing. Um, So we have water and coffee out in the lobby. So if they do have a few minutes before they're taken back for their appointment, they can enjoy that, kind of relax. We have a TV going on. Um, Just, and we always ask, you know, how are you doing today? Mm -hmm. Is there anything that you need? Um, You know, we try to get to know them personally. Um, I think that helps in healthcare as well when you get to know someone personally because everyone has a backstory of what's going on in their life. So, you know, one person that comes in could be this is the only person that they see all day is us. So I want to make sure that they get that experience of feeling that warm, um, you know, welcome and that they were, um, you know, treated and loved and and really wanted someone there to help them. Sure. Um, so Everyone at the front staff, that's the first person that they see, of course, when you walk in. So Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important role that the staff has here is to make sure that people feel very welcome. Um, And my staff does an excellent job with that um, because, like I said, we get to know our patients. We get to know their families. um, So when they come in, you know. You just kind of ask, "What's going on? What's new? <laughs> How's everybody doing?" Yeah.
0: Now, uh, some people may listen to this and they say, "Well, that has nothing to do with medical. Why? Why is that a big deal? Why the way you talk to people, the way you keep your environment, your, you know, the, the surroundings, having the coffee, and having, you know, a, a you know, um, a pleasant." you know, face that you walk to, you walk into and, and have somebody smile at you, you know, some people would say, well, that has nothing to do with medical. But I think it's a huge part of the experience for healthcare. care. And, um, you know, we've all heard the white coat syndrome, you know, people's heart rates go up. That's why their blood pressure is usually higher when they're, you know, going to a doctor's mm-hmm. office, you know it's part of the experience to to relax people and i think what you've really described to me lisa is you you and your team want a relationship with that patient talk about that relationship and why that's important to you
1: Absolutely. Um, I think the more you have a relationship with that patient, the more they'll trust you and they'll understand that we are actually here for them, for their needs, whatever it may be. Um, I think trust is a huge thing for people. And if you talk to them and, like I said, get to know them. Um, And their experience is really good. They're more comfortable. They're more open. um, And they don't feel like they regret coming to the doctor. You know, like you said, a lot of people are very scared. They have that white coat syndrome and they're. Terrified sometimes to go to the doctor and their blood pressure goes up, you know, with our staff and our providers, they make people feel very, very comfortable. They listen to them. Um, and they just truly want to help them. And their healthcare is the number one, most important thing that we all want to provide for them. So I just think that that's, you know, when you get that rapport with your patients, then they know that they can trust you and trust is, is huge to me.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're, you know, your providers, your MAs, you know, the nurses that are in the office, they're going to be giving them advice and, and giving them kind of, this is the prescription you're going to need after your visit. This is what you're going to do next. This is the specialist you're going to see, blah, 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 all that stuff. And if they don't trust you, then, uh, there's a good reason that their healthcare probably isn't going to go the way it needs to go just because of the way you treated them and because you built a bridge to 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 invite them in so that they could trust you and i think that plays a huge part in healthcare that that we don't it's kind of one of those things you don't see as much but man it is a huge part of it is that relationship with your patients
1: It is. Um, We also, you know, we make sure that with our providers that we also have a couple appointments during the day that just in case they have an emergency slots because anything can happen. Um, So our patients know that if something were to happen the night before or they got really sick and needed to see our providers, we make sure that we have those emergency slots for those patients when they call in, that we can get them seen same day same appointment so we can get them better quicker. You know, our goal is to treat them here and not have them go to the hospitals or the emergency rooms. You know, we, we try to make sure that everything is done in house as much as we possibly can, um, Mm -hmm. and take care of them as quickly as possible.
0: Sure. Absolutely. Let's talk about another kind of thing that, that people may not normally think of, let's talk about body language, the body language of the staff, the team that's there, you know, you know, welcoming this patient a lot about just the way you look at somebody, the way you acknowledge somebody. I mean, I mean, Lisa, you've, you've been to places before, whether it be a restaurant where, where you get ignored, Mm -hmm. you know, somebody and, and every, and I get it. Everybody's busy. I was actually, you know, I was, I came down to grab some breakfast at the hotel I was staying at this morning and I I'm grabbing some breakfast and I'm looking for the person that can help me and I can't tell who's who in the room and, and there was a couple people there I thought it was this person but I wasn't sure and 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 their body language wasn't like hey I'm here to help you it was more like Leave me alone is, is the impression I got. Now, once I asked and, and everything, they were very accommodating. But, but but that initial body language was like, leave me alone. I don't I don't need to talk to you right now. That was the feeling I got. Now, I'm not saying that's what that person you know was saying. But that's the feeling I got. Talk about the body language that you kind of require from your team, yourself, your, you know, the provider's body language, the um, MAs and the everybody that's there, your referral coordinator, all of them. What are you kind of requiring? What are you looking for them to do with their body language?
1: Yeah, I mean, everybody has bad days um, and, you know. I always try to tell my staff listen you know we all go through whatever just kind of leave it at the door and then when you come in here it's all about the patients mm-hmm. um you know uh, the front staff, we always have someone up front to cover. Um, so as soon as you walk in, you're greeted within seconds. Um, no matter if we're busy or not, we kind of, you know, if we're on the phone, we ask them politely if they, you know, don't mind holding. We try to at least acknowledge. Um, we return phone calls as quick as possible. We also, you know, with my MAs, they do a great uh way in staffing to where when they come and greet the patients, they're always warm and welcoming. Um, mm-hmm. you know, they ask about the family. Um, everyone is very professional, dressed professional here. Um, we just try to make sure that everybody's very kind to the patients. Um, like I said, with that big smile and wanting to help them, um, our providers do an excellent job. Um, Nate is our nurse practitioner here. Mm-hmm. He's always coming in the room. You know, he'll joke around with the patients. Um, he makes his patients feel very, very comfortable when they walk into the room. Um, Dr. Hook, um, he does an amazing job as well. His patients have been with him for you know, forever, mm-hmm. um, for years and years and years. So um they always like seeing him, speaking to him about the family, that kind of thing. Um, so I think we just have a really honestly a great group here that um is very professional as well as just extremely caring about the patients. Our referral yeah. coordinator is the same. She tries to get those referrals done as quickly as possible. And she um, you know, talks in very kindly on the phone so they can actually, you know, I know this sounds kind of cliche, but when you're talking to someone on the phone, your tone also matters. Mm -hmm. So I want to make sure that they can actually hear that smile that you have on the phone. Yeah. Um, So I I just think, honestly, everyone just does a really, really amazing job and in just making feel everyone, you know, feel welcome and loved and, and cared for.
0: Right. Yeah. Cause you can tell if somebody's smiling on the phone, I know you can't see them. I, I get right. it. <laughs> but if, if somebody's smile genuinely inspired, that, that comes through, you know, you, you know, people don't realize yeah. that, but it does come through that phone. And, I, and you said something earlier, you said kindness, that, that is massive because here's the deal. These providers are being graded, you know, they, they get, uh, you know, Medicare and, and, and different organizations, you know, the different insurance companies, they're sending a survey to these patients. Some patients get it, some patients don't, but they're sending out surveys. And it's not just Nate that's being surveyed. Now, it may be his, the star rate, his star rating and everything on there, but it's every single touch point that you have with that patient. It's every, everything, um, from the, you know, when they walk through that door, how they're greeted, how they're, you know, called back to their room when they're getting on the scale to getting their labs drawn, everything, every single part of that matters. And I think it's going to be 42% of the patient experience when, when providers get reviewed. It's that's huge. Yeah, it's huge. So, Um, let's talk about the proactive nature that you, you guys have with, you know, main street physicians, SC house calls, you know, you know, talk about how, how you guys are really working to be proactive providers versus reactive where you have a lot of clinics. It's just people come in when they're sick, they get cared for, they go home and that's it. And then you don't see them again until they're sick again or having an issue, You know, talk about your guys' approach as a proactive provider when it comes to patient care.
1: Yeah, so we try to make sure that everyone um, that leaves that we have a follow-up appointment. Um, We have our MAs do an amazing job. They're reaching out to our patients, just checking in to see how they're doing, um, how, like, maybe medications they're on, or, um, you know, if they had something maybe personal going on in their life um, that they had mentioned while they were here. They reach out, ask them how they're doing. You know, our front staff does a really good job in trying to look for. You know, when is you know your next annual wellness visit? If um, you know, if we missed an appointment, if we can get you in. If maybe you know, one of our providers saw that your levels were a little bit off on your labs. They do a really good job calling to see. You know, let's just say, for instance, your maybe sugar was off a little bit. They'll call, you know, Hey, how's it going? You know, are you watching your sugars? Mm -hmm. Um, that kind of thing. So I think that, you know, we're definitely trying to bring back or continue, I should say more of the personal experience. I think a lot of times, like you said, doctor's office, I feel, um, can be more of like a robot and, um, you just feel like necessarily kind of like a number, Mm -hmm. um, So with my providers, I know I've talked to them a lot about this and the staff that, you know, I want to bring it back like old school, like it should be, you know, where you just know the person and you're like, you know, have we seen this person a while? You know, I know they were going through this. Can we call them and just see how they're doing? That's just, you know, how you take care of someone. So Mm -hmm. even though we're a large kind of community um, and we have several patients, I still want to make sure every patient feels you know, that their needs are taken care of and that they are our top priority, because they are. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, that's why we're here. We're here to help our patients. We're here to give them, you know, the best health care that we can definitely provide for them or send them to someone that can give them maybe what they need if they need a specialist or, you know, what what's going on at that mm-hmm. time for them. Yeah. So I think we do a really good job with keeping up with our patients, Um, And not making them feel as if they're kind of just a number that they are part of our family.
0: Yeah. And and while we're on that topic, you know, experience is not the same as satisfaction. Mm
1: -hmm. You know,
0: satisfaction is okay. I'm satisfied. I got the medication I needed. I got better. You know, after they gave me my z pack, I feel better now. I'm satisfied. My the, the clinic did its job but experience is much deeper than that. You know, talk about what you want, you know, and we've we've kind of covered some of this, but um that experience, what do you want it to what do you want that patient to feel when they've left that office? How do you want them to feel? Obviously you want them to feel better. You know, because they're sick or they're maybe not feeling good or dealing with a chronic illness, whatever it may be, or it may be just an annual wellness visit. But what what do you want them to feel? What experience do you want them to have when they leave that office?
1: Um, you know, of course, first, the, the first experience I want them to feel is feel very welcome. Second is, of course, you know, whatever they came in for, that got taken care of. But when they leave, I want them to feel... As if, wow, that was really great. I can call them at any time, ask them anything. And they really went above and beyond for me. Mm. Um, And that I'll never get that experience anywhere else. That's what I want them to walk out. And there's no question in their mind that when they're talking to their friend tonight or their spouse or whoever, they can just say, yeah, I went to the doctor's appointment. And you won't believe they were you know, attentive. They were listening. You know, because a lot of times people go to their doctor's office and they just feel like they're rushed in, rushed out, and yeah. nobody will listen to them. And they go, wait, what did they say in, in there? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So, And they may leave satisfied
0: because right. maybe their need was met. Maybe the bare minimum was. But what you're talking right. about is way different. It's way yep. deeper than, yep. than just exactly. satisfaction. Yeah, I yep. love that. Um, let's talk about coordination of care. You know, what are you guys doing to help coordinate for this, for this patient? You know, you know, there's a lot to coordinate with. There's a lot to coordinate with specialists if they need that, you know, with, um, future appointments with, you know, future labs with insurance. There's so many different aspects that you guys have to coordinate with, you know, how are you guys kind of working through that and and making that work?
1: So, I mean, we're really, really a good team here. Um, we communicate very well. Um, the front desk has a great relationship with the lab and with our providers. Um, so it's a constant, you know, sending messages back and forth or just a phone call, you know, um for instance, if Nate sees someone for a telehealth, he'll give us a call up front. I need this scheduled right now for, you know, three month follow up mm-hmm. or labs, that kind of thing. We have really good communication here. Um, so we, you know, even the labs will say, OK, they need this. Um, you know, I need them scheduled. Go ahead and schedule them. So I think when it boils down to it, it's just, we have such good, good communication, um, that when they come in, we make sure their insurance is correct. We make sure all, all their information is correct. Then when they go back for their actual appointment, um, like I said, if anything else is needed, the back will come up to the front, you know, we need this done and we, you know, we try to get it done within just a few minutes. So nothing slides to the crack. Yeah. Um, and it just, it's just kind of a, a really good, working machine I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. No, I think I think that's that's a good way to put it, you know, I think you know when you have the processes in place and you're you know really working hard to coordinate that and be proactive in that. I think that's that's crucial um with with somebody's care. Now, at the end of the day, it's all about outcomes. You know, what was the outcome of that visit? What was the outcome of that patient's care? you know did they did the medication work did the, you know did, did the person you know um see results did, you know were were the follow-up visits you know um helping you know continue to help them with their outcome of whatever they're dealing with whatever illness or sickness or whatever it may be but it's proven that patients with better experiences And that's that initial visit, the, you know, walking in, seeing a smiling face that patients with those better experiences have better outcomes. Why do you think that is Lisa?
1: Um, I think it's because they understand more of what the provider needs to do to take care of whatever their needs are at that time. Mm -hmm. So if their experience is good, they understand the communication is there. Um, They know they can call if they have any questions. And then, of course, our MAs or our admins do a really great job of calling to make sure that everything they understood it, to make sure that everything's going on track the way it needs to go in order to get them um, better uh, for whatever reason, if they were sick um, or anything that was going on with them. So I think that is part of it as well. Um, as just our providers being so knowledgeable and knowing how to take care of someone. Yeah. Um, that's what I would say.
0: Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. And, and lastly here, let's talk about, cause you, you talked about this at the beginning, you know, let's talk about trust. Why do patients that trust their provider have better outcomes than those that may not and we live in a world where there's a lot of distrust people you know we people all have different experiences whether that be at a home depot or a restaurant or their clinic that they go to you know it's easy to lose trust how important is is gaining the trust of your patient to their related to their outcomes
1: i think if you don't have trust Um, because it is hard to get someone's trust. But you have to understand that, you know, as a patient, you're scared, especially if you're Mm -hmm. sick or you have a diagnosis of something and you don't know what it is because you're not familiar with it and you don't understand it. I mean, there's so much stuff in in the medical field that can be very confusing, even medications or, you know, an X-ray or just anything. So to have that trust with your provider and the staff to give you that good service um, and understanding of something that's going on with you is phenomenal. You Mm -hmm. have to have that because I'm putting my life in your hands. Yeah. So when I'm sick, I want to be able to go to my provider and know that I trust him with basically, you know, my health and, you know, what's the outcome. So I've got to be able to trust that person to know that they're doing everything they possibly can and they're doing it the right way to get me better. Mm-hmm. So if I don't trust you and I don't trust the staff, then I fear for my health. Yeah. So I definitely feel like the trust is is definitely huge when it comes to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think I think without it, patients aren't gonna take their medications on time. Their no. their medication adherence is going to go down. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, if they really don't trust, you know, and they may not even be able to, they may not even articulate it. Like I don't trust that provider. They just may feel it, you know, Right. but if they trust that provider, they know, okay, you know what? I do need to go back for that follow-up appointment. I mean, how many times have we brushed off the doctors? Oh, I'm going to cancel that visit. I feel better now, you know, (laughs) instead of going back. But if you trust that clinic and that team that they made that appointment for you, that follow-up appointment. No, I need to go. I know I'm feeling better, you know, but I'm going to trust them that I need to go back. I need to see them, you know, uh, you know, it's everything, you know, and I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's everything. I hear
1: it every day, to be Mm -hmm. honest with you. Um, Dr. Hook's patients call, um, Pretty much I get one a day, if not two a day, and they ask questions. It could be the simplest thing of, you know, should I take the next COVID booster uh, vaccination? Should I, you know, um, should I take this medication right now with taking this over-the-counter medication Mm because maybe I'm sick? And so we'll ask Dr. Hook these questions, and he'll answer it. And the number one thing they say is, whatever he says, I trust. I trust him because he knows the right thing Mm -hmm. to do.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And that's why you know, we go back to the beginning is you have to have a good relationship with that patient and the deeper that relationship. Now, I, I get you're not going to you, you know, you're not going to be best friends with your patient. That's not what we're saying here. But when when you know them. And you get to know them after over every single visit and you get to know them a little more. You ask more questions. How was the family? How's the, how's the Mm -hmm. kids? How's the grandkids? How's, you know, how's life? You know, oh, we went on a vacation. When you get to know them and you have that a little bit deeper relationship, every single with every, every single interaction, you only build that trust. And when you build that trust, you're going to see better outcomes from your, your patients. And in return, get you better reviews, better results. Not that that's why you do it, but you see better outcomes, and patients are healthier. Patients feel better. So, Lisa, you know what? What would be your final words for those people that think that you know the way I talk to people on the phone isn't important, or the people that you know the way I greet somebody isn't important, whether it's they're in you know, healthcare or not, what would you tell people, you know, cause you're obviously huge on this experience piece and, and huge on, you know, that initial contact. What would you tell those people that think, Oh, it's not that big a deal. What would you say?
1: Um, I think it's a very large deal in this society that we live in that, um, you know, you just have to remember every day to try to always look at the positive positive of every situation and just to be kind and a smile definitely goes a long way. Um, You know, and just remember that you want to be treated how like you would treat your family. Um, And just, like I said, just be kind. It's Mm -hmm. just, you know, that's the number one important thing to me is just always be just really genuine and sweet and, you know, try to help out one another. Um, That's, Important to me is just, you know, what can I do to make this person's day? Maybe just have a little smile, or just a little bit more hope, or just a little bit of happiness in their life. Um, mm-hmm. That to me is like the most important. I try to always Change. just stay positive.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think I think we're we, we're guilty of always going back to well, we need this software, we need this, you know, technology, we need you know, if we knew we went to this conference and learned more about those things, and I'm not against those things. I think those things are great. But when you get back down to the basics of patient care and building relationships and building trust, that's, that's where the foundation is. And if that's right, then your outcomes are going to be better. And it's, it's, it's going to make, make that patient day. And they're going to, they're going to have a better life. You're going to have a better life. You're going to enjoy your job better. Uh, all around. So Lisa, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. We really appreciate your time and your expertise and, and keep, keep serving and keep, uh, you know, keep making that patient experience the best it can be.
1: Well, well, thank you so much. I really enjoyed it.
0: Thanks for listening. And if you could leave us a five-star review, we would really appreciate it. Visit our podcast website at ltcuniversitypodcast.com. You can also subscribe to one of our other podcasts in our podcast network. The Disrupted Podcast with Scott Middleton, Experiencing Healthcare with Matt Staub, and the Thriving Practitioner Podcast. Thanks again for listening, and we'll be back next week with a new episode. Have a great week.